Welcome to this week's episode, Baseball Family, where we are going to talk about Corbin Burns, a few other things, and then hats, hats, and on some other hats right now. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome back, Baseball Family, to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast. I'm pretty sure we can do it this time. I'm Brig. <laughs> and here's Brad. <laughs> How are you, Brad? I'm doing well. Thanks, Brig. Appreciate you asking. How are you doing? Hanging in there? Oh, you know, we're going we're gonna to be just fine one day. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'll be able to word a little bit and maybe speak some tonight on this thing we're doing. Okay? <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Public service announcement really quick as I stumble over the very first words I say in the show. <laughs> Public so service announcement. Spring training is 16 days away from today as you're listening to this episode. Those are games, people. Games. Yep. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Pitchers and catchers report in a grand total of eight days. Yeah, we're, is... I think our math was a little bit off last week, but that's okay. Well, yeah, it's better. It's not very long. Okay. Very no, soon. It's coming. Be here before Opening you know day. It. Opening day is 51 days away, the official opening day. All right, before we jump into the current events, I want to let everybody know that one thing we really like to ask our guests on the show is about their favorite sunflower seeds flavors, right? We have some of the favorites around here. We call them Chinook seeds. If you don't know about Chinook seeds, allow me to tell you about them. We love them. That's the first thing you need to know. And we're not getting paid to say that. We just absolutely love them. Brad has a favorite flavor. It's Hatch Chili. Mine is Parm and Pep, Parmesan and Pepper, for those of you that aren't in the know. Um, they, they really are the best seeds ever. It says right on the packaging. And because we love them so much, we reached out and we have partnered with Chinook Cedary so that you can get a piece of that action and get a discounted price. So in addition to the favorite flavors that we have just talked about, you can go out and try and find which one is your favorite. And then you can argue with us about why you think it's better than Parmesan and pepper. Because that's what we do all the time, huh, Brad? That's right. Yeah. So here are some of the flavors you might get a chance to try. In addition to the ones we've mentioned, you can try their original, Chinook Cedary original. They have a jalapeno ranch, smokehouse barbecue, lemon pepper, cinnamon toast, and always they have dill pickle. So go to Chinook Dude, I'll tell you what, though. Well, go ahead. Hat chili is hot, but that cinnamon toast is the truth. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Hatch chili's hot in two ways. One, it's got a little heat to it, but then if you get the end of the packet and it hits you <laughs> just in the wrong part of the back of your throat, that's we've got some heat there. <laughs> I know about this. So <laughs> been there. You, can, you can go to shinuxedery.com, use code BTPOD. At checkout, you get 10% off your order. That also supports the show. Again, that's ChinookCedary.com, code BTPOD, 10% off your next order. And uh, they really are the best ever. So, okay, let's talk about Corbin Burns. Because Corbin Burns was traded to Baltimore from Milwaukee. He spent his entire career in Milwaukee, and he was one year away from being a free agent. Brad. There it is. <laughs> this is big time. It is. He was traded for Joey Ortiz, who's an infielder, um, a left-handed pitcher, D.L. Hall, and the number 34 pick in the 2024 draft. So this is basically a one-year rental that they're getting him for. 
and he's set to earn $15.6 million through this year. And then, like I said, he's going to slam right into free agency at the end of it. So to me, this is Baltimore saying we're in. We're all in. The ace we needed, this is the last piece. We're going to put it together, and and we're going all the way this year. That's what they're signaling with this trade. Well, now, hold on, Brick. There's, I think there's something really important here. To, like, but aside from the Orioles going all in and making a statement with this trade, there's something really important about this trade that is new this offseason that we have not seen before in baseball that you can okay. do in other sports, but you have not been able to do in baseball until this offseason. That is trade draft picks. Yep. I remember seeing that, and there's another trade we're going to talk about that involved the draft pick. And at first, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, wait, whoa, hold on now. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal in baseball because typically it was like cash, bucket of balls, stock their vending machine, player to be <laughs> yeah. named later, mascot, <laughs> person, right? Anything cart. else, but you couldn't trade <laughs> draft picks. And now you can trade draft picks. Yeah. I think we're going to see fewer cash transactions, fewer players to be named later. Instead, it's just going to be like, give me a draft pick. I want a draft pick. Yep. I don't care if it's the. 53rd round whatever i want to draft i want another draft pick who doesn't yeah well that's that's the thing is no nobody no professional sport loves their draft picks more than baseball because oh. you can find some random kid in the 7th round who's going to contribute for you for four games in the world series in 6 years that's right right and you're yeah. not going to find that in the second round of the nba you're very seldom going to find that in the seventh round much less the very last pick in the nfl draft well shout 100%. out to the super bowl what? oh anyway. yeah here it comes so so a yeah. couple of interesting details corbin burns had the fourth lowest era across the last four years he's in that group behind justin verlander um freed and kershaw so Burns reported that this trade came as a surprise. He said he was caught off guard, and he only knew about it 30 to 35 minutes before it went public. Now, I don't think that's totally unique to the trade game. Right, yeah. But I do think it's telling because he and his agent both reported that they expected him to be a Milwaukee Brewer through 2024 and then test, you know, go into free agency. Well, and why not? If they're going to contend, why not keep your ace around? Right. 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 But this is them throwing in the towel. It kind of feels like it. It yeah. sure does. I mean, yeah. they, they they went to the uh, wild card last season. Like, why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Disappointing. For Milwaukee fans, but I do now, wonder if I do wonder though if they're if they were thinking that if they looked at what they had and they thought like we got to do better than the wild card, we got to make some moves to get better. We're not going to do it this year. Let's take a step back this year so we can do it in 2025, yeah. right? And what they did was they decided we're going to get good value out of him right now, rather than yeah. waiting until the deadline when we're out of it. Everybody knows we're going to deal him and value is lower because we kind of have to deal him or else he's going to leave. Yeah. No, right, this is so. a great move if you're going to move him. Yeah. Cuz cuz who knows? Who knows? <laughs> this is the other thing that I think about this is that maybe the Orioles just like made one of those like Hail Mary calls and called up Milwaukee was like, "Hey, we need an ace. You have Corbin Burns. He's going to be a free agent after the season. What do you say?" And they're like, "Hadn't thought of that." 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk it over. We'll get back to you. you know? I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just that's not possible. But yeah. <laughs> it's fabulous to think about. <laughs> Here's why that's not possible. Okay. Because apparently during arbitration, Corbin Burns and his agent, they admitted. Uh, that they were upset because they felt like Burns was sort of thrown under the bus or what they said was put at the forefront of why they did not make it to the playoffs in 2022. And we all know arbitration gets pretty ugly and not every time, but a lot. It can get really ugly. Um, And so it sounds like that's what happened here with Milwaukee and nobody wants to be singled out as the reason that success didn't happen. And I wonder if they saw, I mean, the Brewers know that the relationship was obviously damaged. And so they're like, he's not coming back. Yeah. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. That's exactly what it feels like. Makes sense. Makes sense. So congratulations to Corbin Burns. You're going to a terrific culture. You're going to a team that's young and hungry and wants to win. And way to go, Baltimore Orioles fans. We're excited for you because this might be the one last thing you've been needing. It just might be. Very well could be. Yeah. They won 101 teams last season. Let's not forget that. Okay. A couple of more hot stove things. The Royals extended Bobby Witt Jr., this is a big deal. He's kind of going to be their franchise forever guy. This is an 11-year, $288.7 million deal. And for those of you actuaries of you sitting at home, that's a crap load of money for a long time. <laughs> it's a technical term. Get your abacus out and figure it out, okay? <laughs> 26 million a year is the average on that. Yeah. 26 and Not a quarter. Bad. Not bad at all. So that's exciting well, for the Royals fans. It's and how old is he? How old is he? Three. About, yeah. He's like three. He might be 13. I don't add, know. Add 20 years to that, Brig. He's 23 <laughs> years old. So he'll be 34 when this contract is up. That is a mm-hmm. smoking deal for both of them. Everybody wins. Yeah. And they'll win even better if they can build some more talent and momentum around Bobby. So th- this is the crazy thing, Brig. This is the crazy thing about this, about this Royals team is they are not a bad offensive team. That team can mm-hmm. hit, especially after the All-Star break last year. They went on a, they went on a tear for a while. They did. They were one of the top 5 to 10 offensive teams in Major League Baseball, not just the American League, but they were outstanding. The problem was is that their bullpen was a sieve. Like It was a sieve. It was, yeah. man, oh, it was bad. Their bullpen <laughs> was so bad. And so they just they couldn't win because of that. Yeah. And you know, and I, I was looking at this team and it's like you can get this get some decent pitching on this team, and they're gonna be pretty good. Yeah. So they'll make some noise in a really weak division. And mm-hmm. I think having Bobby Witt Jr. around for a, a good long time is it's kind of a good faith thing, not only to like we love you, we want to pay you. Him staying, he sees the potential, he knows what he's got around him. And I Correct. hope they told him we are gonna get you some pitching. We're gonna get some That's- pitching to help you out. 100% what I needed to hear. For, or if I'm him, that's what I needed to hear before I said yes, for sure. Yeah. Yep, I'd be looking for that too. Yeah. Brad wants to talk about a deal made in a three-way trade with the White Sox. Go ahead, Brad. Okay. So, first off, I spelled it wrong on the ticker. It's not Stantos. <laughs> it is Santos. I got it. I fixed it. Uh, so, Gregory Santos was traded to the Mariners. And so, at first, Brig. 
uh, face value of this trade, I was looking at this as a Mariners fan. I was like, traded Prelander Baroa, outfielder Zach Deloach, and then gave up the 69th pick in the 2024 draft. And I was mm-hmm. kind of like, man, that is that's a that's a big deal because Deloach had a really good year last year in the minors, and he was set to make his debut this year. If not this year, then certainly the opening day next year. Okay. Really good player. Baroa. A lot of people had really high hopes for him as Mariners fans. He had some control issues. He I think he appeared in like two games last year. He had some control issues. But other than that, like his stuff is really good. Like high velocity, good stuff. But then I was looking at Santos, like on I'll I'm I'll like pull the shack on you. I was not familiar with his game. Right? There. Plays in the he he's come from the White Sox, American League Central. Didn't watch a whole lot of White Sox last year when the Mariners played them. I was driving from Atlanta to Augusta listening on the radio, so I didn't get to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's a that makes a big difference. But after watching several clips of his sinker and his slider, oh brig. <laughs> I the at first I was like, man, that is an overpay for a reliever, but no brig. Once again, Jerry DePoto has fleeced a trade partner. <laughs> Suddenly, the Mariners fans are all hot and bothered. Oh, ooh, so much so. Yeah. <laughs> one sinker at 101, slider at 92. Holy cow. That's and amazing. you put great. him with Munoz in that bullpen. That's such a good eight, nine inning back to back. Like, yeah. I am so excited for this team, Brig. Like for a while, I was like, "What is going on?" There are not any moves, right? We talked about the Kelnick trade, and there for was sure. nothing going after that. It was just radio silent. And yep. then all of a sudden, you get Garver, you get Rayleigh, then you get Santos, yep. you get Polanco. Dude, I'm stoked. Something, something's going on. It's going on, and it's yeah. it's funny because it's not. I don't want to say it's money ball because they shelled out some money for for Garver. Sure, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and. But at the same time, though, it's it's kind of like good baseball on a budget without taking the full money ball approach. Yeah, you know, which I guess it's kind of the same thing, but like a little bit different. I don't know. It's, I think you know what I'm saying, though, right? That it's I not do, like I do In not shopping the bargain price. bin, but you're not overpaying for guys. Correct. And it's smart. I'm, I'm stoked on this. I'm so it's excited. Smart. Yeah. For what this team has has coming down in this season when I was like not at all for several weeks <laughs> yeah we've both been trashing on them uh, in our heart, really worried our hearts. like worried yeah yeah well and yeah. now you now you just got to call mrs jones <laughs> mrs jones you got a thing going on <laughs> let's move on <laughs> i've been making waiting to make that joke for like five years okay <laughs> i believe you I absolutely believe you. San Francisco mayor, London Breed. Let's talk about this. Proclaims that February 4th, 2024 is Willie Mays Day. Now, let's do the let's do the math. February 4th, so 2-4, 2024. Mm-hmm. 2-4. Willie Mays wore number 24 mm-hmm. on his Giants jersey. So they're very excited. Barry Bonds was there. Very slim Barry Bonds was there. And they all got excited to announce this big thing about Willie Mays Day being February 4th, 2024. And I thought it was really cool. But then I watched a little closer and I read some of the things about it. 
And it, this may be a product of me skimming, but I don't think so. Because I did not see any place in the writ, in the legalese, and the declaration that said this is something we will continue to celebrate every year from now on. Because what happens February 4th of 2025, baseball family? That's what I want to know. Is it still going to be Willie Mays Day on 2425 and 2426? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I have these questions, Brad, because what it seems like right now is one big fat public service announcement to garner votes or some kind of goodwill tour crap that ultimately ends up being we don't have to talk about this ever again. And that's part one. Part two is why has it taken till 2024? for them to do something for Willie Mays. And on top of that, why are we just kind of throwing it together? If you wanted 24-24 to be Willie Mays Day, why didn't you tell us about it weeks and weeks ago so that we could all get prepared, so that there could be some grand celebration instead of a stupid presser that you put on that ended up on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it, and then we all forgot about it? Yeah, it does feel like as far as San Francisco goes and the, and the politician feels like pandering, but I will tell you this Brig. I think you'll be happy about this okay. on nationaltoday.com, It has Willie Mays day. No way. So like national, like your national, like your random national days, like national chicken and waffles day. National yeah. talk like a pirate day. My personal favorite day of the year. Right. For real. Yeah. Uh, it has Willie Mays day every year on February the 4th. You're kidding me. That's fabulous. Yeah. So what? I think you're right, though. I think you're right, though, is that San Francisco (laughs) is just doing February the 4th, 2024. The the city of San Francisco, as far as like you said, doesn't seem to be going forward as like an as like a city recognized holiday. Although Willie Mays Day will show up on your National Day holiday on February 4th every year or your your national National Day calendar is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Every year, mm-hmm. well, so when we you should get those, find a way those... to celebrate it every year because I what think they've done has pissed me off, and I'm very angry. I think you're right, especially since next year it's on a Tuesday, which uh-huh. happens to be a day that the show drops. So maybe by then we'll have Willie Mays jerseys that we can wear or jerseys or something. That'd be awesome. All right, let's move on. I'm angry, and I'm done being angry. Jazz Chisholm Jr. is the first of the 18 arbitration hearing players to fall to the arbitration process. Jazz Chisholm Jr., he lost He lost on his 26th birthday, which should not be funny, but for some reason, it is a little bit. And if you're not laughing, it's because you're a better person than I am, and that's okay. <laughs> and here's why it's funny. He requested $2.9 million dollars. And he's actually going to be paid 2.6 and change. I think it's 2,625,626,000, whatever. So the numbers, the discrepancy is very small. I don't know why they were quibbling over it. Um, but I do. That I mean, new ownership group, that new ownership group in Miami yeah. is cheap. There you go. Like that's that's really what it comes down to. And, I, and that's why, I think that's why Jeter left, isn't it? Because they're like, we're not going to spend money to win. He's like, I'm out of here then. That's not why I got into baseball. We're going to talk more about spending money to win in a minute. But yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. 
because it's it's such a small amount of money. Why would they argue? Well, relatively their, speaking, yeah. yeah. It's a tiny why, amount. Why would they be arguing with their player who was on the cover of MLB The Show and was until he got hurt and even then has remained a fan favorite because he was walking around the stadium in injured and doing signings and and kissing yeah. babies. I'll tell you what it is. Else. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is. It's they can smash him. Let him know who is the boss. Oh my! The, the players don't run this thing. The ownership runs this thing. And if it comes down to three hundred thousand dollars. We're still going to go to arbitration, and we will make sure that we don't pay you that because we're the ones who signed the checks, not you. Baseball family, that's what look it is. Out for a story that's... just like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I see it. That's what I see yeah, it as. I agree. I is agree. it? It's, well, there, it is all about control and power. There are seventeen more hearings to go between now and February sixteenth. We will keep you posted on all of the relevant details. If we don't think it's relevant, we won't tell you about it. All right. The Yankees have news. Let's talk about the Yankees. The Yankees have news. They are going to go to Mexico in March. On the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of March, the Bronx Bombers are set to play a split squad exhibition match in Mexico City. They're going to play the Diablos Rojos, or the Red Devils. And that will be at the Alfredo Kilo Stadium in Mexico City. What did you say, Brad? I said, for those of you who don't habla Espanol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. El Nino is Spanish for the, the Nino. Nino. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball family, if you caught that reference, we need you to sound off. Because that was <laughs> a deep take, and it is a good one. <laughs> So what's cool about this is two-layered for me. The first is it's super neat that they're going to play in Mexico City, right? Like, that's really cool. Yeah. Expansion of the, the league has been discussed in Mexico City. The Mexican league is enormous. It's a huge deal. They have tons yeah. of great fans. This is a great sort of nod to that and everything. But it doesn't feel like it's in a condescending way, and so I like that. Right. Um. But this is the the other thing that's cool is this the first time the Yankees will have played a game in Mexico City since March of 1968, Brad. Mm -hmm. They also had a split squad exhibition against the Diablos Rojos. That's cool. I like that that team's been around for that long. I am curious, though, who are they sending to Mexico? No, I don't know because low level minor leaguers, or is it Aaron Judge? I'm Garrett I Cole. get the impression that it'll be some top tier guys because but it is split squad so they do right play and that's in why Tampa. I wonder that's yeah why they I wonder. play in Tampa and they play in I think uh, Bradenton or something like those two days so it'll be interesting to see who shows up you're absolutely right because because my thing is is you can't you can't send the you can't send the Yankees and have it be a ser- a serious exhibition game as much as it can be but. You've got to have your genuine ambassadors for the game make this trip. Yeah, I understand Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole might be like, I don't want to go to Mexico City in the mid- middle of spring training and then come back to to Florida. Right, right. Like I'm, I'm sure that that's probably how that's gonna how that will go for them. But at the same time, if you're gonna send the Yankees to Mexico City, you've got to send the league representatives. I agree. Or else it's just it's just straight up. You're sending a brand. You're not sending the faces. 
which would then be condescending. Exactly right. Then that it becomes you're, a pat on the then head. Then you're saying that. Then you're saying, "Oh, it's the Yankees. That's enough. That's enough for these fans who don't get Major League Baseball. No, they deserve Aaron Judge. They deserve yeah. Garrett Cole, and they deserve whoever, whoever else. I can't Anthony Rizzo, whoever else is on the team right yeah. now. I don't remember. John Carlos right. Stanton. It's been a long. It's been a long off season. <laughs> <laughs> you're like whoever else is the Yankees, whatever thing. Yes, okay. exactly. Let's move on past the Yankees. Ah, just kidding. Speaking of the Yankees, <laughs> oh, yeah. Joe Girardi, has, it is announced that Joe Girardi will join the Yes Network as their newest analyst, which <laughs> from time to time has been a job interview for managerial spots. But, but we're not going to do that again. <laughs> right, yeah, because he was already a manager. Yeah. Like I saw this and I immediately started cracking up because the first thing that popped in my mind is this is like bringing in your ex-girlfriend to analyze your relation, your current relationship. And, <laughs> yeah. like, and I understand Joe Girardi has a long history with the Yankees going back yeah. to the dawn of time almost. Right. Right. Cause he's right. been around forever and I get it. But at the same time though, like I felt like things ended so poorly between and that's the thing is it it's not an amicable relationship relationship that ended with you and this ex it was an ugly breakup she smashed your tv she smashed your car windshield and then you're bringing her in to see what what's going on with your current relationship you don't want that no but i get it and he'll be professional i understand but there will be little digs here and there you're probably right that's a really good thought it's not even three girlfriends removed brig (laughs) no No, it's not. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, now we have to move on before I start weeping into my cups. Because I I would argue this is the biggest news. Maybe the second biggest news. Because it piggybacks off of Corbin Burns being traded. John Uh Angelos. I don't know how they worked stuff out with his brother. I still have no idea what happened there. But John Angelos... (laughs) It's agreed to sell the Orioles, which is fabulous. They are selling this. Like we should pause for a round of applause because that's what's that's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. They are selling to a private equity firm, and that private equity firm involves Cal Ripken Jr. It's amazing, and I think he's on the lower rung of like the investment yeah, group. Because that's the thing that's funny is that like we look at, at professional athletes like, man, these guys are so rich. But as far as like celebrity dumb goes, they're the poor guys mm-hmm. like musicians, actors, um, producers, like all those guys are way more rich. Like when um, like talking about A-Rod when he was going to buy into the Mets, yeah. they, he was with J-Lo and like a bunch of other people. And he was like the poor guy in the group, even For though. Sure. Over the course of his playing career and his post-playing career, that dude is worth probably close to a billion dollars. For sure. Right? But that's not going to get won't... you into the door to buy a right. major league team because not only will that take all your money, it's not enough money. No, it's not enough money. Yeah. That's the thing that's crazy. Anyway, so Cal Ripken is part of the group, but yeah, you're right. He's got to be one of the lower rungs. On the, on it the is, and it's a nod to the the legacy and to the fan base and it's it's all it's press or it's a pr move and it's it's but it but it's still awesome because that does all of that to say it doesn't take anything away from the influence he is going to have that because they're going to trust him i hope and pray they're going to trust him so this happens this is where it all ties together this happens like 
hours, literally hours or a day and a half or whatever before the Corbin Burns trade takes place. Mm -hmm. The team is sold. Boom, we get our ace, right? Like that's how it happened. Bam, bam. Yeah. It's awesome. You know what, though? You know what, though? Like you say that you hope that the Cal Ripken influence will be felt in the front office and everything. That's what we hope to Jeter, too. You're right. Is that we hope that he was going to come in and really turn things around for the Marlins. And yes, they've been better, mm-hmm. but the people who have made them better are no longer with that team. Correct. He is not. Kim is not. Nope. Nope. And that's so. problematic. Yeah, so I, I do I do think, though, that these people who obviously, like you said, within hours of making that deal or selling the team, they go and make the Corbin Burns deal. I, I think that, fingers crossed, yeah. will be indicative of this team being all in on this young core that can win for many, many years. They absolutely could. So a couple of details here. The sale is estimated at $1.725 billion with a B. The Marlins sold in 2017 for $1.2 billion with a B. And the Dodgers, most people forgot, sold in 2012, it wasn't that long ago, for $2 billion again with a B. And so, that was a gross overpay at the time, too, the $2 billion. It was. And so it, it's interesting seeing the value of Major League teams. That The Dodgers, one of the top three brands in Major League Baseball, going for $2 billion 12 years ago. And now you've got the Orioles in, uh, I don't know if it's a big market or a small market, but you could you could call it a big, small market. Or right? a small, big market. Or a small, big market, yeah, just because it's a highly populated area. Schmedium. Schmedium, there you go. Extra and medium. They're, and they're with the Nats. Like, that's a big, that's a big thing is yeah. that they're sharing with the Nats. Yeah. But the fact that it went for $1.72 billion is pretty good for baseball. I agree. All right. One last thing, and then we are going to take a break. Theo Epstein is now part owner of the Boston Red Sox, which is also just incredible news for anybody but Yankees fans. Um, (laughs) He's now part owner of the Boston Red Sox, and he's going to serve as senior advisor, which is that's the big part of the news. Uh, That's going to be a part-time role for him because he's going to operate, as I understand it, under the the whole – what do they call it? Fenway Sports Group or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. owns Liverpool and whatever, all these other clubs, right? Yeah. So that's he'll be serving in an advisory capacity at some level of, with that entire group, not just the Boston Red Sox, though he is now part owner of the Red Sox itself. So a uh, couple of his uh, curriculum vitae bullet points <laughs> for you, if you don't remember who Theo Epstein is. He was the general manager of the Boston Red Sox from 2001 to 2011, wherein or during which time they broke the curse of the Bambino in 2004 and have been stellar since for the most part. Epstein also then then went on to serve as the general manager in Chicago and took the Cubs to their first World Series in 108 years. They won. They broke the curse. Bada-bing. So if you're going to have a baseball mind around, let's have Theo Epstein on your team. You know what I'm saying? I think this is why, obviously, they brought him in because he was willing to pay money into the ownership pot, right? For sure. Like, If you have somebody like this who wants to buy into your team, you're like, yeah, let's do it, right? But I think part of the role that he's going to play is is similar – 
I don't want to say he's going to play a role like a role alongside the gym because I don't think he's going to. But as a special advisor, I do think he's going to be the guy they go to. Like, what would you do in this situation? You know, like give us some advice here because the Red Sox, this ownership group has basically said we're not dumping a bunch of money into this team. Right. And I think Theo Epstein wants to they want Theo Epstein to teach them how to build a team on a money, uh, uh, not on money ball, but on on a budget. Yeah. But also how like where do you spend the money when you spend it? Right. They want to be frugal and smart with the money that they do spend because that's what he did. Oh yeah. That he built he and they talk about it at the end of the movie. They talk about it at the end of, the, of Moneyball. They say that Theo Epstein built that team in 2004 by with Moneyball principles, putting it all together and then being like, "Okay, you can't settle here. You can't settle here. You can't settle here." And yeah. that's how they won three or two World Series in what, 3 4 years? 04 yeah. and 07. Yeah. That that's how they did it. And I think they want him to come in and teach the current front office how to do that. Makes sense to me because it's not easy. You can be like, "Yeah, let's bring in Soto," but is that where you need to spend your money, or do you need to spend it on a starting pitcher? You back off. I, I'm just that Our was the first example that came awesome. to my mind. That was the first example that came to my mind. You've got both, Brig. You've got Soto and a pitcher. I know. Stop it. <laughs> and you can continue to pay other guys like Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so and it's not an issue. Anybody else? <laughs> 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 All right, baseball family, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have two segments of hats, and uh, you'll figure those out right now. Welcome back, baseball family. So over the last week or so, we had some hats drop. And you know, on this show, we absolutely love hats. We wear them every single time. We have expansive collections that are continuing to grow, and we're very excited about it. So we are going to talk about first, we're going to talk about the Clubhouse hats. The Clubhouse collection dropped first, so we'll go there first. But we wanted to let you know that this segment is brought to you by, and the next as well, are brought to you by Fanatics. So you can go down to the link in the description and get your Clubhouse hat your spring training hat, and everything else you want for the season from fanatics.com, and you will be supporting the show whilst doing it. And it is appreciated. All right, Briggs, let's get into it. Yeah, baby. So first things first, we're just going to go through this by division because I thought about just doing top three, bottom three, right? But that would be, I don't think, doing the collection justice because there are a lot of great hats in both. There's some really bad hats in both, but there are a lot of really great ones <laughs> in both. And I think and I think you came up with a great idea for this. Just go through all of them. We'll share our thoughts, and uh, we'll go from there with it because I think that there are some that really do that need to get their their due that probably wouldn't have cracked my top three. So let's yeah, start. that's how I'm feeling too. And let's start in the same place we always start. The AL East. Um, share what are some of your thoughts on this collection here, Brig? We have the we have everybody in the AL East. We did find that there was one team that didn't have a clubhouse hat, and that was the Braves. So you'll notice yeah. there's only four when we get to the NL East. But what are some of your initial thoughts on these five hats here, Brig? Well, I want to say broadly about the whole collection that they're you okay. they're really leaning into some of these old school and alternate logos and things, and I think that's really, really cool. So I'm a big fan of that. Um Mm -hmm. I do not like the Tampa Bay Ray logo in its tie-dye format. But for whatever reason, this blue on blue is working. And I so that's really cool. But the best hat in this whole thing is Baltimore's. 
like hands down. Baltimore's. Okay. Yeah. So I'm with you on that race hat. I love that Rays logo in that navy blue and baby blue. I think it looks great. Um, the Blue Jays hat looks awesome with the heather, like that heather yeah. blue. Yeah. That's that's perfect. Uh, that's not my favorite Orioles logo. I don't love that one, and that's the only Jay. thing that hangs me up on that. I like the white. I like or the uh, the Red Sox hat. I like that logo a lot. It looks really sharp on that navy blue. But I think the best one in the whole whole group is the Yankees hat. Oh, do you? That gray that gray background on the white logo it yeah. pops so well. It does Looks pop. So good. It does. You're yeah. right. It does look good. I was trying to avoid the Homer pick with that one by cu- calling. Oh, I wouldn't have you at all. I think it's outstanding. I love it. Yeah, I wasn't it's kidding nice. that they. That it's a great one. Looks really now, good. Now, keep in mind, baseball family, these are the rubberized logos. The, so the front decals on these aren't stitched. They're rubber. They're kind of There's like that, a patch. Yeah. Tacky, rubbery, tacky patch. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why they and look the other extra thing- raised because they are. Yeah, they are. Um, and the other thing to remember with these two is that they come in three different styles. I forgot to get the other ones, but there's like a khaki and there's yeah. a black as well. There's like a black and white, a khaki. It's like a it's like a khaki crown with a with like a light brown bill. It's stone. Yeah, they call it stone. Oh, and then okay. they've got the kind of a sandy brown, kind of a creme brulee. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm getting too fancy, but it has like this this. <laughs> This British tan leather color. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It's yeah, this color. Right. It's this color. There you go. If you're watching, there it is. Briggs got it. Okay. Got, anyway, I'm surrounded by this color. That's why. So, got... so look, I'm gonna find <laughs> so, it. I'm gonna find the Yankees one that should be there while you're doing that. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the AL Central. The AL's why? Yeah, the AL Central. Okay. I was the one who put the slideshow together. I don't know why I'm struggling so much with it. <laughs> Okay, so we have all five teams here. The funny thing is, is that Brig and I talked about this before. The Twins, we have a all we have here is a low pro low profile fifty nine fifty. I couldn't find the high crown fifty nine fifty anywhere. I saw it the other day. Brig saw it the other day. Yeah. But when I was putting the slideshow together, I couldn't find it anywhere. So that's why it looks the way it does. I don't like the Twins one anyway. I do not like that logo. Um, I think the best in the batch for this is probably going to be either the Royals or the Tigers because I like the Royal blue. I like that Royals logo, but that Tigers logo with just the tiger in the middle of a Navy blue hat is super cool. Bro, that, that hat I think could appeal to the masses with, if people had no idea that that was a Detroit Tigers hat, I think a lot of people would buy that just because it looks cool. And it's I a tiger. Feel you. I feel you there. Yeah. That's a good thought. Um, I've got this. I've got this alternate colorway up, so we can flash it when we're okay. done with this portion. But for okay. me, the AL Central, the winners of the AL Central would be the Minnesota Twins hat if you could find it in the high crown fifty nine fifty. Yeah, because unlike Brad, I love that Twins logo. It is I, awesome. <laughs> I just, I Joe. love it so much. I did not know if I was going to love it. I thought maybe I was going to hate it. But the Uh more I see it, the more excited I am about it. Um, I think they leaned a little too far into the the red outline kind of has a wing sort of prominent point at either Uh end. And it makes it look like eyes, like an owl's eyes. And I don't love that. So they could have toned down that 
top corner of the flags, and it would have been better if they'd rounded it. But you're right about the Royals. That's killer with the yellow contour lines mm-hmm. uh, and the accent stitching on the sides. Yeah. yeah, I love the accent stitching on the side. So I do have to say one thing about Cleveland's. This is the best that logo has ever looked, but it's still <laughs> got to go. It's terrible. Like that, that clip art, that clip art logo has still got to go, but this is the best mm-hmm. it's ever looked. It looks really sharp yeah. on that navy blue hat, but I, I think still would sharp, never buy one because it's the like best it. it's ever looked. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it pops really well. Mm. Is what it, it is. It looks like it belongs in a single A short season. Looks like it belongs in like little league, but anyway. Right. Okay. Travel ball. Next, AL West. Go ahead, Brig. I'll save my thoughts for a minute from now. <laughs> Okay, so back to the alternate slash old school logos. Like, this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Angels one, I love how unique it is, but I hate it. Uh, for my money, <laughs> like for my and I same with the Rangers one. Like, it's cool, but it's it's boring. But it's cool, though, at the same time, because it's old school. For my money, the the Oakland A's. Elephant is always going to be a good choice. Dude, I love the so elephant. Sick. I love that. Um, and I love the color scheme. I think they're killing it there. The Let me just say the Houston Astros looks like they're trying really hard to be Captain America's shield. That That's just what it looks oh, like yeah, to me. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. And then the Seattle Mariners one is rocket fire. Dude, that Mariners hat is absolute rocket fire. I'll yeah. tell you what. I've been looking for this hat, this hat, mm-hmm. for 14 plus years. Nope. No doubt. <laughs> I am getting one soon, I would assume. Are you? With a birthday coming up. Oh. Um, so there's that. But also, so I, this is, my, it's because it's my favorite Mariners logo on my favorite Mariners color scheme. Right. That's what, that's what does it for me right there. Mm-hmm. So I, hands down, the Mariners one is my favorite of the bunch. I was very excited. I almost pulled the trigger and bought it the day that it dropped. But then you I did. remembered that birthday's coming and not oh, allowed yeah. to buy anything for a little while but the other <laughs> the other best one in this batch is i love the a's hat i love the heather green with yeah. the elephant logo love the elephant logo and i i think it's funny that you pointed out the logo on for the for the angels hat they shouldn't be allowed to use this logo ever 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 no. ever ever no until they change their name back to the california angels which is what it should be bingo <laughs> <laughs> or Anaheim, okay. one at one of the two is fine. Well, no, they shouldn't really use it as Anaheim either. Like they have to be the California Angels if they're going to use this logo for anything. If you're going to go back to the California Angels or even the Anaheim Angels, then you got to go back to the A with wings. It's the best logo in their history. I like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but I don't favorite. think Disney would ever let them use it. <laughs> I, you can buy I it. Right that's now. why they had to go away from it. Maybe. Yeah, that's right. You're right. The team owns the logo, not the company. You're yeah, right. Yeah, you can buy it all You're the time, right. but that's the best one. Yeah. All right. NL East. Like I said, only four here. The Braves poo-pooed this or something. I don't know. No Braves hat. We have the other four, though. Um, right off the bat, I'm going to say it, Brig. The Marlins hat is one of the best in the entire collection. Yeah, it's sweet. Simple. Miami. Just, just the Marlin with the Miami blue on a black hat. Yeah. I might need one. There's like a it's legitimate shop that I might be buying one. Yeah, it's pretty freaking sweet. 
Yeah, it, it's funny because the Phillies hat looks good. It's the Phillies logo with the baseball diamond and everything. Like it looks good on that. Yeah. I like that these are all heathered. I love the heather color on the hats. It looks really cool. Yeah. And that Phillies logo looks really cool against it. But like I don't love the Mets one. It's just so simple and block. But I get it. That's their logo, whatever. And then the the Nats went with their Walgreens <laughs> seal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't love that. No. I feel exactly the same way you do. I have nothing to add. <laughs> Everything so. you just said, I copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> All right. NL Central. Let's go wrong. NL Central. <laughs> okay. So the NL Central. Um, you start. You start here because I have some very specific thoughts about one of these hats. <laughs> well, I think yellow accented on a blue always looks good. I'm a little bit concerned with the wall behind the M for Milwaukee in the shape of the state. Um, not, uh-huh. I've never been a fan of that. I dig that it's an alternate, though. I, I love that. And and we have, you know, four alternates here, which is really cool. Um, the Pirates one wants to be way better than it is. Like, it really wants to be okay, better than Okay, can we pause for just a minute so I can talk about this, Brig? Because yeah. I don't understand what the Pirates are doing with this logo. Me neither. <laughs> Because the pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates, were not named after a specific pirate from the golden age of piracy or any time throughout history. They were got their name because they were stealing players from the best teams. That was their nickname. They embraced yeah. it. They stuck with it. They ran with it. it. Has nothing to do with the Pirates of the Allegheny. That's a joke five years ago. Look it up if you want to. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not William Kidd. Do not mm-hmm. make it look like any other famous pirate. If anybody, this is Steed Bonnet who is a notoriously terrible pirate, and that's what this guy looks like. <laughs> yeah, He's a yeah. terrible pirate. Get rid of that's it. True. He looks like a terrible pirate. And bring back the cartoon pirate because the best logo in sports. Look what the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did. They embraced their logo, and you know what they did on everything, Brig? Like, this is a sick logo. Let's make it bigger. So they made yeah. it bigger on everything. <laughs> yeah, they did. And instead, the pirate's like, no, no, no. Let's go with somebody who looks like a terrible pirate. And I hate it. <laughs> you hate know what? This logo. pirate, this pirate to me looks like the the pirate on whatever version of TV land shows <laughs> that your grandpa used to watch when Gunsmoke was the coolest. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That is like if they were going to get somebody out of central casting from that era and put them in a pirate show, this is who you'd get. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the the best, like, if you're going to say like, yeah, that's a pirate. Who is it? That's Steed Bonnet. That's what I imagine Steed Bonnet looked like. Couldn't grow a beard. Guaranteed. Yeah. And just like, if you don't know who Steed Bonnet is, go look it up. The Gentleman yeah. Pirate. The Gentleman Pirate. Um, the Cubs one is boring only because it's not anything special. Um, it's the same thing we've seen in Cubs stuff through the last 10 years. Right. And which doesn't mean it's bad. It just means right. I wanted something more, something different. Yes. Um, I think the Cardinals logo is the strongest one of the bunch, honestly. And I want uh, the Reds have other alternate logos that I like better. Um, this mm-hmm. is not my favorite. Exactly. I want to like the Mr. Red because I like Mr. Red, but I don't like this hat. I don't like this one. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. Okay. NL West, last one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, okay. I haven't seen these ones till just now. I didn't okay. go digging. <laughs> okay. 
So first off, I like like this is probably Brig. This might be my last shot at getting a black and red Diamondbacks hat. Yeah, this might be the yeah. last time we ever see it, at least for a while, right? That's true. Yeah, black and red with the snake logo because it has teal all over it now. It does. I love that hat so much. I love that color scheme. The Sedona red is so great against the black. Every time. I the Giants. I I don't like that logo on the hat. Not even a little bit. The Dodgers, that feels like a little kid's Photoshop project where they tried to do a PNG, like a like a <laughs> transparent background. And then yeah, they yeah. put, but they didn't do a very good job cropping it. So then they put yeah. like a blue background on it. And it's like all this extra stuff. Like, well, do in five minutes. Oh, just turn it in. Yeah. Uh, that. Because <laughs> uh, they didn't erase how, it. <laughs> yeah. That there's stuff on the outside, right? There's like, there's like a little bit down on the line. <laughs> Ed to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I love the Rockies hat, love everything about it. That logo, love it. It's my favorite one that they use. Purple on the black looks really good. Um, the Padres, there is no symmetry to that hat, and it drives me bonkers. Hmm. That logo is so off to the side, and I get it, it's centered based on the yeah. size and shape of the logo, but it is so heavy on the right side of the hat, like when you're wearing the hat on the right side, I would feel like I was like tilting my head all day long because it's so <laughs> off. Brad, Brad loves symmetry. Everybody. I need it. I need He's it in a- my life, Brick. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to uh, answer for my eruption or near eruption of laughter because that Giants logo is just uh, it's disgusting to me. I'm like, it doesn't Whoa. belong on a hat. It doesn't. It's it looks fine on a, a t-shirt. It looks fine on the side of a jersey sleeve. It's whatever, but it, I don't like it on a hat at all. Yeah. Everything you articulated about the Dodgers cap is spot on. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> I agree with the Rockies. The Rockies cap is awesome, and that logo is just forever going to be a part of my youth, and therefore I'm going to love it forever. Um the Diamondbacks hat is fine. I'm not in love with it. It's okay. Um, but I love that that uh, Padres cap. I love it. That's the thing. Is I love the swinging fryer, but I cannot. I do, man. All, like, I love the brown cap with the yellow accents. I don't care if it's off center. I think that adds to its charm. Um, I don't have to look at it. It's for you to look at while I'm wearing it. So, yeah, I think that one's bang ring. That's my favorite one. Bang a ring, Peter. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. Well, that is all of the clubhouse. Go ahead, Brig. Oh, Brig has one more thing to show about the clubhouse hats, the uh, alternate listen, colorway. Listen, they come in this alternate color scheme. Okay. And that is the one I want right there. It is. It fits that your makes my heart bitter patter. What? I said that fits your closet perfectly. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> Your Everything about it. I just, I'm t- like, I'm telling you, I've got the color everywhere. <laughs> uh, my shoes are that color. I have belts. My wallet is that color. It's like that. I, I know, I know. You told me like when when I sent you this these originally, and I was like, dude, check these out. These are sick. You're like, I like that brown one. I was like, yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. I love brown. I love the color brown. <laughs> It's got to be just right, but I love it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get into spring training hats because there's more. 
All right, baseball family, welcome back. We are going to jump into the spring training caps. They are out. They are exciting. They are made by New Arrow, which is why we call them caps. And listen. You're right. Even despite the ticker, you're right, Brick. You're right. The true thing. Uh, don't forget, though, that as we mentioned last time, all of these are available on Fanatic's website, fanatics.com. And if you click the link in the description, you get to buy your cap that you were going to do anyway, and you get to support the show at the same time. So helps us out a lot. Don't forget to go to Fanatics with the link in the doobly-doo. Okay, Mr. Bradmaster, will you hook us up with the uh, with the, the slides? Show sure enough. Slide. <laughs> <laughs> so that reminds me, my, my daughter, for some reason, I don't know why, lately she's, so she watches Super Y, and like when there's, when they do like a magic wand thing, it makes like a, like a, trinkling sound and her version yeah. of that is slay slay so she'll like go through and like <laughs> pretend like she's drawing the letter she'll go slay slay and then <laughs> anyway that reminded me that. that's awesome <laughs> all right brad we're gonna go through this uh like we always do starting with the al east let's give your first impressions but before we do hold on uh, as in every year the 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 year 2024 is featured on the right side panel of all of these spring training caps if you belong to the cactus league you're going to get a cactus if you belong to the grapefruit league you're going to see a palm tree as you can see in these um and that that's been going on for years that's the way it is last couple of years they've done the trucker mesh thing that is gone now they've got this different poly yeah they've got this different poly thing um i think that they've thrown this back to like 2016 yeah yeah it's like, it's gonna be good like, i'm I yeah need to go get my hands on one again like but. even the um like the home plate patch on the side like that goes all the way back to 2016 yeah. um, it looks like the material is going to be similar if not the same i yeah. will be getting one if i if not i'll at least be seeing them in person here in a couple of weeks and for actually sure. in like a week i'm very excited about that very excited um, so all right so initial thoughts on these brig al east solid that's my first thought i'm like every single one of them they don't miss they're not there's not a miss here no yeah like that red Sox hat is so sharp it is so sharp yeah like so crisp with the red crown and the navy blue bill Um, i didn't say that but yeah 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 i'll say it for you brig it's fine you know what i'm saying (laughs) i I love that blue jays hat with the white field in the front Oh man, dude! The the if they were paneling, if they were not currently one of the top three teams, I hate right now. Oh, I would yeah. be getting one probably. I love that they're good. using both versions of blue. Uh, technically, all three versions of blue on that cap. It's just rocket fire, man! I yep, love that white front two panels. I love it. Yeah, man, it looks so good. But that raised yellow, nice and clean. That O's hat is oh. sick. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. They're so, so clean. Good. Yep. And as always, the Yankee hat is clean. It looks like it always does, but it's st- it just still looks so good. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Okay, AL Central. Your first initial impressions. There's only one miss in this bunch. And that's oh, Cleveland. Man. Cleveland, obviously, always Cleveland. 
their crappy it's logo. always cleveland <laughs> <laughs> i think the red looks spectacular i always like a red cap that that red is really it, it pops it's sharp i like it because yeah. it's a little yeah. bit different than the other red and blue teams across the league everybody's a little different and yeah. i feel like theirs has the perfect contrast i agree i like it a lot but the again Minnesota, that tigers oh sorry go ahead no the minnesota cap for me is this is killer especially with the two-tone with the visor being navy and that corresponds to the logo in the front and the bright red cap and the squatchy being the same navy dude that one it looks it looks better oh, than the clubhouse version it, way better way yeah. this lot. one is so good they need to build this into their rotation for alternates they should yeah so that Tigers logo, do you prefer the orange or the navy with that logo? With that logo, I want it on top of navy. Yeah, it's a lot of orange. It's a lot. But I don't Kellogg hate should the take that orange hat. Take that hat, though. The what? Oh, was, Kellogg should take that hat. Yeah. They should, they should be paying Tigers to do all their cereal commercials. That's true. But I, do you hate the all orange cap, though? I don't hate it. No, which is odd either. because I th- would think I would. But no, no, I think it's awesome. It looks good. The White Sox and- hat is really sharp and crisp. And that I have something for Royals stuff lately. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Man, I love their City Connect. I love the Clubhouse version. I love this. Looks so good. Yeah, I love the baby so blue and the, and the Royal with the Royal Squatchy. Mm. Yeah, but that that White Sox gray, oh, man, I don't know why it makes my heart pitter-patter because it should be boring, but it's not. I don't know why. The only thing, the only thing I think it can make this better is a black visor on it. Dude, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, okay, the only – so if I was to build off of that, I would okay. do the front panels white. Hmm. And then I would do, I would keep the visor gray. I would do the back panels black, keep the front panels white. That's how I would improve this. But I still don't hate mm-hmm. it. I could see that, yeah. And it's interesting because I think the only team that gets the white front panel is Toronto. They are. They're the only ones. Yeah. Ale West. <laughs> I'm getting two hats this spring, Brig. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> getting two new Mariners hats this year. I love the teal on the navy. And I've been oh, saying yeah. for a while that I'm over the S. I'm over the S of the Compass Rose, but I'm not over the Compass Rose by itself. Yeah. Mm. Chef's, chef's kiss. I love it. Yeah, it's for so sure. Good. I agree However, with you. I don't like the A's hat. Too much yellow. That brig, that shade of yellow, yeah, is the shade of yellow that I have an aversion to because of fruit roll-ups as a kid. <laughs> that were that shade of yellow and tasted like pineapple, and they were awful. <laughs> That's amazing. And to this day, like I said, I can't handle that shade of yellow. Can't do it. I don't. I don't hate it. I'd wear that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I what about that like Rangers it. hat? Um, it's it's kind of fallen flat for me is it yeah what do you think i like the color i would have liked to have seen something else with the logo but i don't know what else they would do because that logo is so texas so rangers so texas yeah. baseball right i don't know yeah. what they would do there um but i don't know because you can't you can't go rangers across the front because then it's just too busy you can't 
I, I like the shade of baby blue. The Angels hat is just your regular, everyday, run-of-the-mill Angels hat. That could not be more disappointing. Can we just say yeah. how of all the things they could – like the Yankees, there's not a, there's no wiggle room. We're not going to play around. We're not messing around with it. It's going to stay the same forever. Got it. We all know. But the freaking A, the Angels, man, like, come on, dude. You have wiggle room. Wiggle. It is funny, though, that <laughs> that we say that about this, but then we also complained about the other logo in the clubhouse hats. <laughs> you used the wrong one, man. Yeah. <laughs> I will not take it back, okay? I will not. I won't don't, either. It's just, don't, it's just don't, funny. Don't bully me. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't like either side of the coin. No, they suck. I don't like yeah, them. they do. And uh, that that's a whole lot of different colors of orange on that Houston hat. You know, I I don't love it, and I, I get it's no. a shade or it's a throwback to the the sunset tears that you know the stripes or whatever. But right. it's just I don't think it would have been any better if they had rotated the orange visor to the orange crown, like if they had made the visor the lighter color and the darker crown. I don't think uh-huh. that would have been any better. I think that if you're going to use those two, this is the only way to go, and it's okay. It's okay. They should. I think they should have gone with uh, navy on one of those. That with a navy visor, good to go. Changes yep. everything. Yep, I agree. Yeah, agreed. NL East. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I have. Th- Three that I love here, Brig. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about the Mets hat. Um, I prefer, I would have preferred blue crown with a, with an orange visor and then mm-hmm. like outline the NY in orange. So it pops. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a blue on blue. Would have liked mm-hmm. that. Um, the Phillies hat. I like that logo. I like the red, but it is right there. It looks kind of bland for me. You probably needed a blue visor. Um, but that Nats hat, man, blue on blue with the block lettering is so good. And it's got red and white behind the blue. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It is sharp, sharp as it gets. I like it so much. Yeah. That one is awesome. Yeah. And I I think we talked about this before that like the reason the Braves don't have a clubhouse hat is because they saw their spring training hat. They're like, no, we'll roll with that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It looks so good. Yeah. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's that red crown, blue visor, blue A, so sharp. And then uh, again, the Marlins with that, with that Miami blue. I love that shade. I do too. It's one of my favorite colors in baseball right now. I wish they had gone without the M and they'd have just kept the Marlin like, like they did. Yeah, in the Marlin house. like Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked that. I think that, that would have made this stronger. But I want I want them to keep the Miami red and blue accents and hang it around in white and all that. I like the blue a lot, obviously. Um and so but I would have just changed it to the Marlin. Uh, I agree with you on Philly. I think the way you change this Philly cap, though, is to make the two front panels white. I think if you do that, you're done. And then it becomes spectacular. And then instead of ringing the bell, uh, you see what I did there? Instead of ringing the bell in white, you ring it in red, and then you get the pop and the tie-in. I love the Mets hat. I love it. Yeah. 
spring training hats for me should be loud and proud and that does it and i think that's awesome. see for me the that shade of yellow and blue or not yellow orange and blue together um it screams boise state football and oh, having yeah. lived in Idaho for a while, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's something else I have an aversion to. So I think that it's that color scheme because I used to break. I used to love orange and blue a long time yeah, ago, for sure. Loved yeah. it so much, but man, after that, I was just like, no, can't do it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, NL Central. So the Cubs hat is what the internet was popping off about for yes. several days before yeah. these were actually released. There, because there were several that came out that were leaked by a Canadian MLB store or something like that. And yeah. the internet was losing its mind over that Cubs hat. And it does look really, really good. It's the bomb, dude. <laughs> and for those of you who might be used. under 30 that are listening, that slaps. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best Cubs logo they could have chosen to use. Totally. Against with a, 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 blue, a blue Cub against a light blue crown. With the, Perfect with the blue visor thing. and squatchy. Mm. Love it. It's so good. Um, standard Reds hat. It's yeah. fine. Meh. I, I do like... I'm so disappointed in them. I do like the Brewers hat. Because I like that navy against the yellow. Mm-hmm. That, that That's color the Brewers logo really they strong. need to go with. Always. Yep. That's the one. Always and forever. <laughs> um, do you love technology brad yes i love technology okay <laughs> i hate the pirates hat oh, so bad i love it it fell so flat I'm like every time there's new hats coming out there's there are two that i check yeah. every time i check the mariners and then i immediately go check the pirates those are the first yeah. two i check every single time and anytime i see this dang p or that stupid Steed Bonnet logo. <laughs> I get so mad. I'm like, Gah! go back to the awesome pirate. I love the P. I love it. I've always loved I it. Know. I think it's awesome. I think if you put a black visor on it, it doesn't get markedly better, but it doesn't get any worse. And it totally works here with the black visor. But I think it would get your monochrome aversion at taken care of. So I think, I think they could have done they could have done that because right now it looks two dimensional. I think in person it would look really nice, really nice. It probably would, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is that that P is sharp. It looks really good. Totally. But Every time I the problem I have with it is there is a superior alternative. <laughs> yeah, they are they're just chugging, they're just showing it off to the side, Brig, and I don't know and why. And if excellence is available, why settle for mediocrity? Exactly. <laughs> That's right. what Brad just said. Oh. <laughs> we need to send that to the Pirates front office, your marketing team. Look, fellas, <laughs> let me tell you a thing or two about what you've got going on. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> you need to write a letter. <laughs> Call your alderman. Two <laughs> <laughs> and the cardinals hat is fine it's fine yeah, it's fine yeah, it's cardinals I, yeah would have been more fun otherwise but yeah all right nl west right. you go yeah. first brig i hate the dodgers d script i hate it i've Me always too. hated so it bad. i hate everything yep. about it i don't know why i hate it i couldn't sit and articulate why i hate it but i hate it it doesn't speak to big league dodgers it speaks to little league dodgers if you're gonna have a little league Dodger team, 
that's not sanctioned by Major League Baseball, that's what your logo is going to look like. That's yeah, why it's you a work like around. It. That's why. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yep. That's awesome. San Francisco's killing it. Colorado, meh, boring. San Diego crushing it. I would I wouldn't have hated a brown visor. I wouldn't I have would hated San Diego visor. going with the front white panels. Um and then brown in the back or brown on the visor and yellow in the back. Whatever. Any of those would been that would have been even better for me. Because it would have mimicked their you their helmets way back, right? And I mm-hmm. think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh but that that all turquoise, teal, whatever color we're calling it, uh Diamondbacks cap is the bomb, dude. It slaps. It's so good. <laughs> what else do the kids say these days? I don't know. So it's rocket. So fire. that's the thing is, I love the color, but I've said it before. I don't like the Sedona red against the teal or turquoise. I know. Yeah. I have I have an issue with it, and I don't know why. It looks better there than it ever has. For it's sure. probably just because there's so much of the turquoise, right? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It it doesn't do it for me, but I get it. How's that? Yeah, there you go. That makes perfect sense. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's all of them. That's all the spring training. That's hats. all. That's all of them. Yeah. Oh, we started AL goodness. East and ended in the NL West, just like we always do. But baseball family, let us know what you think about the spring training hats, about the clubhouse clubhouse hats. Easy for you to say, Brig. Um, <laughs> drop down in the comments and leave us a note. Let us know what you think about those. <laughs> if you're thinking about buying one, let us know which one it is because I'm really curious. And when you go buy it, yeah. like Briggs said, hit that link in the description because that supports the show without you spending any extra money. You just buy a hat you're already going to buy. That's right. So, also, don't forget that uh, the easiest way to support the show, like seriously, the easiest way to support the show is to hit the like, subscribe, and the share button. You can leave us a comment as well. That helps us out. But um, subscribe on YouTube if you're not already. Like and hit the share. Those all help with the algorithms and things like that. It's the easiest way to support the show. If you want to take it a step further, you can also go to Patreon, where we have a Patreon set up, and we have five tiers of support. $1, $5, $10, and $15. And then there's a whopping $500 support tier which is the bomb and we did it as a joke and so we're really hoping somebody will take us up on it because there's some fun stuff going on in there even if you're not going to take us up on it go see what it is go see what it entails go check it out and see anyway but we love you we're grateful for you we couldn't do this without you and we're super excited that baseball season is almost here absolutely and baseball family we will catch you next week